welcome to the Roots for Renewal podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Phil. And we really hope that these podcasts have helped you to go deeper with Jesus as we explore different practices that are helping us to stay rooted in Christ. Mm. So we've explored scripture and solitude and now we're going to consider silence. Yes, it's very tempting just to leave it there and not say anything else. Um, just make it a whole practical for 20 minutes, but there you go. Yeah. What would you say to people such as me who are mm. like immediately tune out as soon as you like talk about the idea of embracing silence? Yeah, I would say for me, I completely get it. There's, there's an element that we often think of silence as being something that is, is limited to a certain, a small group of strange people on the fringes of the church or the Christian faith. Or maybe even something that's resigned to history within the church. And for me personally, I was, I've been a really late convert to the idea of silence. I wasn't interested in it at all. So as a kid, I used to, literally, I used to go to sleep with the radio on, like really loud, right next to my bed. I, I love having noise. I love having music going on. I have a play. Abby will tell you I've got a playlist for, for every scenario possible, every mood. You know, I like sound, and I think we have particularly trained ourselves to be used to having constant noise going on mm. all the time. Uh, but for me, I found that I was becoming overwhelmed by that accumulative noise that just builds up both externally around me, but also in my own head. The kind of internal noise that that develops. And, and hearing all that stuff all the time, it just becomes, it becomes like white noise. Mm. If you've got a baby, you know what white noise is. Uh, but it becomes like that kind of sound that is just there all the time. Um, so for me, embracing silence has helped me um, to step away from that, but also to actually begin to appreciate the quality of sound as well. It's like we need the full spectrum. Mm. Yeah, it's great to meet with God, isn't it, in worship music or... Uh, in a noisy room like or by listening to a talk but in the bible elijah heard god's voice as a gentle whisper doesn't mm. he and there's a danger that if we don't turn the noise down from time to time that we miss something that god is saying that god's doing yeah so i think it's about experiencing the full spectrum of the way that god communicates with us and the way that we interact with God so enjoying the worship music enjoying the the beauty of sound in nature and all those things but if we miss out on the silence aspect we miss something of the fullness of our connection and relationship with God mm. so how does silence deepen our faith I think there are two two main ways mm. in which silence has an impact on our relationship with him and, and firstly it helps us to know God mm in a different way Isaiah 30 verse 15 says in repentance and rest is your salvation in quietness and trust is your strength and I love that because we wouldn't instinctively think that strength comes from quietness mm. and trust our instinct is that that strength comes from hard work and yeah. effort and energy and dig deep and all that kind of stuff but the image that I think of is our, our middle child. He, every now and again, he'll just come up to us during the day and he puts his arms out and he wants to be picked up or he wants to sit on our knee. And, and all he wants is to put his arms around you and he'll just sit or be held for maybe two, three, four minutes. He doesn't want you to say a single word. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want a conversation. He doesn't want you to speak words of affirmation. But as he is embraced mm -hmm. and as he sits there in silence, he learns something about who we are. So he relates to us as his parents, but also his, um, his identity as, as a son is, 
is is that becomes valid mm-hmm. it becomes validated he's affirmed in his identity and i think that's what silence does for us that as we sit in silence with our father that our identity is affirmed and we learn more about who he is and everything's put into the right relationship and there's a healing process that mm-hmm. takes place in that yeah it deepens our relationship with god in silence but we also grow deeper as we stop speaking and listen. Something I'm not great at. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's that's right. So that's the second thing is that as well as it, it being about our relationship with God, then we learn to to hear His voice. Mm. That when we stop speaking, when we choose to say, actually, God, I'm going to let you get a word in edgeways. It helps us to learn to listen to what He has to say. Here comes your. Dietrich Bonhoeffer quote of the of the of the episode. Um, these quotes come from a book called Life Together, which he wrote about community, which is just incredible. Um, and he says, "We are silent early in the morning because God should have the first word, and we're silent before going to bed because the last word also belongs to God." So, if we want God's voice to be the loudest in our life, then silence is really actually an essential part of that. There's something about silence that puts everything into the right priority order Mm. in our lives. It helps us to know who God is and who we are and how it all fits together. Can you help us to get practical for people like me who who find silence a bit kind of intimidating? um, Because in one sense, it seems really easy, like just be in a place where there's no sound. (laughs) Yeah. And and this there's two different aspects. The external silence is, in theory, relatively easy mm. to come by. Like you say, we put our devices away, mm. we switch them off, we put them in another room, we find a place of solitude, as we talked yeah. about last week, and and we 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 make sure there's no noise. Mm. We don't produce any sounds, and we don't receive any sounds into our ears. That is essentially what what silence <laughs> is. Um, and but actually, even that for some of us. Even once we found that place of silence, the reason we avoid it and the reason we don't do that is because when we when we move to a place of stillness and silence, we're all of a sudden exposed to ourselves. So the rest of life tends to have an effect of helping us to ignore what's going on in our own mind and our spirit. When we sit in silence, we're faced all of a sudden. It's like sitting looking in a mirror. Mm. Um, I love what um, Richard Foster in the amazing classic book Celebration of Discipline says. He says this, our fear of being alone drives us to noise and crowds. Mm. We keep up a constant stream of words, even if they are inane. We buy, this dates it a little bit, we (laughs) buy radios and strap them to our wrists and fit them over our ears so that if no one else is around, at least we are not condemned to silence. So we use activity and noise and sound as this sense of self medication now we i don't really know what it means to strap a radio to your wrist if i'm honest that seems like a bit bulky it's like putting a discman in your pocket yeah well a discman (laughs) more of a cassette man vinyl (laughs) (laughs) but but you know but we have our ipods we have our phone nobody has an ipod now you mean airpods wow um we have our phones and we've got constant noise accessible to us but actually it's really freeing when we choose to say actually we're not going to Fill the space. We're going to allow God Mm. to have his word. So instead of turning to sound, we turn to our saviour. So that's to do with finding the kind of um, physical places where we can have silence, you know, the kind of turning down the external noise. Mm. But 
We also need to find that inner silence as yeah. well. So turning down the noise in our heads, not just the sound around us. Um, and that takes a bit more practice, doesn't it? Um, so when we, we find that solitude and we're um, and that place for some silence, what are we actually doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. It feels really counterintuitive because the first answer to that is nothing. Yeah. We're not doing anything. We're not actively trying to achieve anything other than time spent in silence with God. So I like to imagine that I'm that God has come and, and sat in the chair next to me. That mm. as I sit down, I'm literally just spending that quality time with my Heavenly Father, a bit like the picture of Father and Son that I talked about before. And so this isn't actually a time for even speaking. It's not a time for saying to God what we want to say. That time comes. Listen to the next podcast. <laughs> But that time will come, but this isn't that time. This is just a time for being in his presence. And then we find that in that silence, then the opportunity to hear God's voice emerges. Mm. So then I think we move into a time of listening. And that, again, isn't about striving. It's not active, like, I have to listen. I yeah. have to hear what God's going to say today. But it's out of the space that we've created, we allow God to begin to speak to us mm. in our spirit, in our soul, um, and, and we learn to hear his voice in that way. It's a bit like Samuel in the Bible who said, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And then you just receive. It's not an active doing of much at all. So don't strive. And, and it often takes a long time to learn to turn down the internal noise mm. to get to the point where we're able to, to hear the quiet whisper of God that we spoke about before mm. with Elijah. So if you kind of try it the first day and you, you kind of can't get it, then just keep a little bit every day is a good way of doing it, isn't it? It's like training your muscles. Just yeah. do a little bit each day and you find you can go a little bit further, do yeah. a little bit longer. And and you move quicker into that space where all of a sudden God is speaking yeah. to you and you hear his voice. So maybe for people who've never done this before, not starting to do kind of half an hour of silence, but just a couple of minutes... I'd say do a couple of minutes each day, yeah, and aim aim towards 10 minutes. If you had 10 minutes of silence yeah. in solitude, in God's presence each yeah. day, um, and then occasionally do longer, yeah. do half an hour. Spend an hour in silence, you know, every now and again as a special treat. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we get, um, like I sometimes do, easily distracted, you know, your thoughts start to wander? Mm. That happens to everyone, so the first thing is to not beat yourself mm. up. Uh, it's easy to be like, oh no, I thought about... <laughs> what I have to do shopping later or whatever. And then that thing just is, is on your mind yeah. all the time. And we get aggravated about it. These things happen. Mm. Someone once gave me this beautiful picture of, imagining you're silent, you sat by a river and there's these boats gently floating past and you just take that thought and pop it on the boat mm. and kind of let it gently drift away. You know, acknowledge it and say, thank you God for that and just let it, let it go. Mm. But don't worry about being distracted. If you hear the kids shouting, just say, thank you, God, for the kids, and mm -hmm. let that go. If we get ourselves wound up, we're not going to be in a good place yeah. to be able to hear what God's saying to us. Um, and then the second thing is, just really practical, have a notepad with you or have open up notes on your phone so that if practical things come to mind, because this is my problem. So as soon as I turn silence, ideas start springing <laughs> into my head. And I don't. it's not a time for planning and yeah. stuff. So if you've got... If, if you think, okay, oh, I really need to buy some bacon later, then when I go mm. to the shops, I don't want to forget that. Write it down, and then you can say, right, I don't have to think about yeah. bacon anymore. Bacon's a bad example, because once you've thought about it, it's hard to forget. <laughs> but write it down on the pad and leave it there, and then you can return to that space of silence with God. Great.
there's a lot we could say about silence, isn't there? Um, but really, this is a route that we just need to have a go at, don't we? Mm. Um, so we thought we'd just start um, with having a minute of silence together. So whatever you're doing now, just pause and be still and become aware of God with us. Mm. God, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for your precious voice. Help us to know you. Help us to hear you as we explore the gift of silence. Amen. Amen. It says something that that's the best minute of the podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, of all of them. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, and next time we'll be moving from silence into spoken prayer. Uh, and if you find these helpful, then please do share them with a friend. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>